Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525. You're listening to Lorraine Carroll. Everything does get better. That's a great song for anybody to listen to, right? On this show, how does it get better, though? I have so many pessimists in my life. What about you? I am around mostly pessimists, including sometimes my mom. Wait, wait, whoa, whoa, yeah. See, when you're a caregiver, a giver of care, let's put it that way, because like I told a lady um, caregivers don't just care for old people. Uh, people have dogs and they care for their dogs, but you don't call them a caregiver. So what distinguishes a caregiver from somebody that cares for their dog? Um, mm, it's a matter of opinion. So it's about how you see yourself. The title doesn't make you into a caregiver. I told you when I came into this 22 years ago, my title was not caregiver. So what was it? Does it matter? Because nobody cared. Oh, wow. That's a lot. Yeah, that's what this show is about. Carrying the burden. Now, I did not say carrying like you would your backpack. But although caregiving can seem like it's a backpack because it's a burden, carrying the burden is basically what we do here on this show. Because most people don't care about the burdens of the caregiver. Again, I told you. Now, watch this. My friend has two small dogs, and she cares about those two small dogs. I don't. Whoa, you don't like dogs? That's not what I said. Okay, let's try it again. That was called a judgment, an assumption. And so what happens is when I say I'm a caregiver, people assume there's somebody old in my life and that they're, you know, feeble and they need my help. Well, my mom wouldn't like you talking about her like that, especially since she turned 80. But the fact of the matter is that, yeah, I do give my mother care and I do assist my mother and she does need help. But every caregiver is not that person. So why are you judging us? I told a lady the other day, you know what? If you don't want to be judged, be careful how you judge. Because when you judge, that's what's going to happen. So when you get upset about someone judging you and they say it to your face, you have to reconsider Wait, did I judge anybody? Because that's what I do. My Bible says let a man or a woman examine himself, herself. Take a look in your own life mirror. My life mirror is the Bible. Some people don't look in the Bible. Fine. I had a lady tell me the other day, I'm atheist, and she went off on me. I said, well, guess what? Atheists listen to my show, too. There's no stopping you. That's right. Join me, Lorraine Carroll, every week right here on live radio, 12, 10 a.m., KPRZ. That's where you can find me, 1030 every Saturday morning. Or you can just go to one of those popular podcasting stations and find me, lady, because I don't discriminate. Wow, you sound a little on the edge today, Lorraine. Well, I have a burden for those that care. 
That should be you. If you're listening, you should care. What? I don't know. If not, you're apathetic. Did I just judge you? No, that's the definition. Apathy is someone or a thing that doesn't care. Now, if you're a noun, that would be a person, place, or thing. Can you be apathetic? You can be. It's a prerogative. It's up to you. So when do you care? I don't know. But you need to examine yourself and ask yourself, do I care? Do I give a lovely, whoa, whoa, whoa. I thought this was Christian radio. She sounds a little irate. No, I sound a little on the edge of what? Helping people that need to understand that just because people are caregivers does not mean, one, we don't have a life. Two, we don't know how to have a life. Three, we don't have any fun. Those are stereotypes, judgments. Now that is something as a Christian woman, I have to be careful of too. Because so many people judge me, it wants to put me back in the seat of judgment. My job, not only as a caregiver, but a Christian caregiver, is to sit in the seat of mercy. I call it the mercy seat. Wait a minute, isn't that in the Bible? Yeah, but that's a little different. But I did learn from that example. I call it give people space and grace. What is that based on? Judge not, you won't be judged. It's real simple. You don't like what I have to say? Fine. Have mercy. Give me space. Have some grace for me. Just give me a little room, maybe a pardon. Perhaps this ignorance. Perhaps I had a bad day. Maybe I had some bad news right before I met you. And then all of a sudden, you come into my space and you have opposition, judgment, stereotypes. And I'm supposed to accept that? Yes, technically I am because I am not the righteous judge. That would be between you, the other person judging me, and whomever. I'll say even these days, whatever your God is. My God is Jesus Christ the Lord. He told me in Matthew 7 and 1, don't judge. That's hard. You be honest with yourself. Oh, I don't judge people. Yes, you do. No, no, really, I don't. Yes, you do. I said you do. Oh, okay, okay. Take a moment, breathe. There you go. Doesn't that feel better? And inhale the facts, not the facts machine. Those are almost antiquated anyway, aren't they? F-A-C-T-S. That's what's hot and happening. Facts. It's a colloquial that's used. I got receipts. I used to think, aren't those papers that are printed out on the old IBM machines? Yeah, no. A lot of the urbanites, the young people, they use colloquials that sometimes some of us outside of that world don't understand. Go online. Get a translator. It'll help you. And the facts, F-A-C-T-S, are that we are human subject to sin and subject to judgment. So here's how I was taught, old school principles. If Jesus said don't do it, you're not supposed to do it. Why? Because he's Lord. It's real simple. So he said don't judge in Matthew 7 and 1. So why do we do it? It's easy. It's natural. We were uh, the people that mm, we being Christians were told what not to do, but yet we go against what we're told not to do. That's called disobedience, right? The last teaching I heard, mm, disobedience is still sin. So if you disobey God, what are you supposed to do? You can connect with me online. Just go straight to my email. Let me know what you do because what I do is I pray and ask the Lord to forgive me, first of all, because I know I'm wrong. But if I don't examine myself, hold myself accountable, 
who holds me accountable? If I'm a Christian, Jesus holds me accountable. So remember, he said, what you sow, you reap. Ooh, ouch. Okay, okay. I, I didn't plan to reap any of that. Well, it happens. So when you feel judged, you have to go back and say, wait a minute, who did I judge? If you feel like somebody's putting you down, if you feel like somebody is against you, well, who have I been against? Now, what does this have to do with caregiving? I will tell you, keep listening. Keep tuning in right here to Carrying the Burden. I'm Lorraine Carroll. And what I do here weekly is try to help people understand why there's a need to care, how to be a better caregiver, and most of all, if you don't have the Lord in your life, caring will be a burden. Whoa, I said it will be. So I don't get it. Caring the burden? Right. When you care, that's when Jesus comes in. He gives you the support, the endorsement, but most of all, his love to allow you to care. To care about what? The things most people don't care about, like the sick, the infirm, the elderly, the people that are poor. Oh, are you starting to catch on? Yes. Who are you caring about today? Connect at LorraineCarroll.com. That's my email address. Let me know. Are you struggling with your care giving? Are you a caregiver? Are you not a deemed, licensed, uh, certificate-based caregiver? What does that mean? Uh, for some people, they need titles. They need endorsements. I didn't get any of that. I was just told your mother is unto death and you're going to have to come home because I lived out of state. Those directives were given to me by who I called the great mother, my grandmother. She's passed away now. That was 22 years ago. And my grandparents were my personal gems, diamonds, just in my face every day, glistening, making life good for me. So I honored and respected their wishes, and I packed up, and I came back home to sunny San Diego to take care of my infirmed mother, mentally infirmed, yes, because she acquired right brain damage of 70%. It's permanent. That one you can't really rehabilitate. You can do other things with the rest of your brain to help for the deficits, but permanent brain damage is just that. Then my mother had physical impairments. She couldn't walk anymore. She couldn't run when I first got here. And I had to look at her and make a judgment. Oh, wait a minute. I thought she said, don't judge. Well, I know. Work with me here. Just hold on. Listen for a moment. Is there such a thing as good judgment? Whoa. I thought about that. And I gave it some mental, emotional and spiritual thought. And I came up with this idea. Actually, there is such a thing as emotional judgment. So I had to recognize, is that good or is that bad? Am I wrong because I still am judging? Well, I had to go back to the core of the word judge. Remember, in America, we speak English. Sometimes English can be confusing. We have definitions that are the same for nouns, for verbs, and we get all messed up. Okay, so I just like to keep it simple with what the dictionary says. Now, a judge is a person that is qualified to pass a critical, ready for this, judgment. <laughs> okay, 
Well, then what's judgment? It's the act of judging. Hello, I thought you were going to give me the definition. I am. Just, just hear yourself and hear me out. Ultimately, judgment is the forming of an opinion, and it's also based on an estimate or a notion or a conclusion as from circumstances presented to the mind. The mind of who? You, me, that's who. So again, you get to form an opinion. And so is there such a thing as a good judgment? Yeah, if it's a good opinion, if it's a good estimate, good notion, good conclusion. So why did Jesus say, don't judge? Because Jesus knew the hearts of the people and that their judgment was negative. It was condemning. And most of all, he knew they didn't care when they would make decisions objectively in their mind. But in their hearts, they didn't care And that's what a lot of people do every day. They walk around apathetic and they don't care about even the people in their own lives that need help, that need support. Like I told a friend recently, she came and observed some things and she said, what can I do? Is there anything I can do? Never turn down the help. Have you been turning down help? Be honest. Connect at LorraineCarroll.com. Confess your faults one to another. Is that a fault? To not accept help, my good judgment is, yes, it is. Because when the Lord provides a mean, accept it. Accept the help that he provides. The Lord provides you help in all kinds of ways. Can I take that basket for you, ma'am? Sure. Oh, no, I got it. I've told you. Which one sounds easier? One word, sure. Relinquish the basket. The person's going to walk it 25 feet away and put it back in the parking lot where it belongs and the basket containment area, and you're packing your groceries and getting in the car while they're pushing the basket away. One less burden? Yes, because that person cared. They exhibited a form of care. It might not have been exuberant care, but it it was care. But if you don't accept the care, then what are you doing? You're keeping your burdens. The Lord is here to make your burdens lighter but he can't force you. Uh Uh-oh, wait a minute. See, when I was a young person, I learned the Lord doesn't force himself upon you. He usually provides an offer. I think Jesus is one of the best negotiators out there. If you really want to learn how to negotiate, read the New Testament. Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, they all recorded the life of Jesus. Check it out. Oftentimes, he just told stories. He gave people options. He left them with an opportunity to make a judgment call. And many days, what we do, we just make conclusions that are negative, not positive. We make judgments. Again, remember I told you, these are notions. These are concepts that we come up with and conclude with negativity. Now, if I saw you turn away help, From my experience as a caregiver, I'm going to say, wait, wait, why did you turn away the help? Some people don't like to be held accountable. So what do they do? They reject you. They push you away. No, no, I'm good. Wait a minute. You don't like accountability? Yeah, many people don't. Many people don't like to be accountable to what? Truth. Because truth convicts. Try it. Uh Uh-huh. Look in the mirror. It's the truth. You need to lose 17 pounds. You do. Um, But you don't look in the mirror, so there's no accountability. Okay, so you give the pants away that are too tight, no accountability. Uh Uh-oh, watch out. 
Am I talking about you? Perhaps. If you receive the truth, you'll feel the conviction. You'll say, yes, you're talking about me. But if you don't receive the truth, you'll say, I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to hear it. And that's what caregivers do. They don't want to hear that they need help to care. Wait, what? You mean caregivers are turning down help? Yes, they do. Oftentimes, caregivers won't receive help. Why? Because of past experiences of poor help. Well, if somebody helped you poorly and you had a bad experience, who wants to do that again? Uh, Me, Lorraine, right here on Carrying the Burden. Why? Well, first of all, I'm a good little Christian. One of these days you'll hear that song. I I wrote it a long time ago to dispel the myths that Christians are perfect. And what does that mean? It means that I'm human, born with the concept and the notion of judgment to do what? Say, no, I don't like that. Is that a judgment or is that my truth? Well, it depends. What do you think? Is it a judgment or truth? In the days to come, shows coming up, we're going to have some people coming on and they're going to tell you their truth. They're going to tell you their truth from both sides. And I'm going to have to somewhat be a judge. Why? Because there are caregivers out there that are stressed out, overworked, definitely not getting paid. I told you I didn't get paid for 17 years. And then suddenly there was this support program for my mother, which allowed me Hey, to get some money on the side for taking care of her? Yes, because we had a system here in America that said, hey, there's a lot of people out there taking care of older people. Let's give them some support. And there are older people getting older day by day. And if you check the news, more and more people are needing care. And they call it caregiving. However, sometimes... It's not just physical care. Like in my case, my mother needs mental care because of her acquired brain damage. And then she needs emotional care. Why? Because our mind, yeah, kind of helps our emotions. We stay cool. We don't go off on people. We keep things in pretty conservative when we could just go off, but we stay cool. That's a part of your right brain. My mom 70% right brain damage, she doesn't quite have that ability. So I have to intercede for her, oftentimes help deflect her opinion, which is very judgmental because it's harsh a lot of times and people can get offended. So I have to say, hey, I'm sorry. My mom has right brain damage and that part of our brain, it provides inhibition. My mom doesn't have it anymore. So whatever she thinks, She says, would you forgive her and me? We're trying. Now, it's up to the person to accept the offer. Remember I told you, Jesus made offers. He didn't impose. I'm not going to impose on anyone that they should forgive me, love me, like me. I'm going to offer who I am. And it's it's just every day. It's an everyday experience for caregivers to offer care. You don't have to feed your dogs. You don't. But what's going to happen to them? What's going to happen to your cat? Uh, Cats usually will meow until you feed them. That's just been my life experience. Uh, Dogs, they have a different psyche. They, They have a whole different breakdown. So what are we going to do when it's time to care? We don't want to care. We don't 
feel like caring. I'm sick of caring. I'm tired of this caregiving. What are we going to do, caregivers? Well, this is what I've learned to do. Take some time, first of all, with yourself. It doesn't mean you have to go out and do anything. That's what people suggest, usually the ones that are not caregivers. But the first thing you have to do is ask yourself, am I accepting help? Has anyone offered help and I turned it away? Probably, because most people are, they're just arrogant. They're proud. Oh, I'm good. I don't need anything. Actually, you might. So what might you need? Help. You know what my mom's ringtone is? Help. (laughs) You mean that old Beatles song? Yes, it's our joke. Yes. And when I hear it, I'm reminded that I am here to provide her the help that she needs. It doesn't have to be me. It can be someone else. It's a conversation she and I have had many days. What if I died today? Who's going to help my mother? Who's going to care? That is a question, caregivers, especially when it's your family. You need to ask yourself and the person, if you can ask them, who would you want to care for you? Sometimes the person receiving care, they don't know. You know why? They never have given it any thought. They've always seen you as the caregiver, somewhat like my mom has seen me because I've been there consistently all the time. But like I've told her, what if something happens to me? Then what? A lot of people don't know because that happens every day. And then here's the senior person disabled, whether it's mentally, physically, and all these combinations of needing care and they don't have anyone, or do they? Do they? What have you done to provide that support as a caregiver? Do you have anyone, anyone in mind? Have you thought about anybody in your life that could replace you? Have you conditioned the person for whom you provide care that, hey, if something happens to me, here's who's going to take care of you. Here's who's going to support you. Caregivers, be honest. If you don't have that plan in place, fine. Write me. Tell me what you need. We have some people coming on the show that's going to help you get that care mentality and expand your care mindset. Half of the battle is being selfish. The other half of the battle for all of us, not just caregivers, pride. Oh, no, I'm good. I've I've told you. We say that a lot. Caregivers say it. People say it. Let's take the caregivers out of it for a moment. I told you if you give care, though, people caregiver. But some people are apathetic. Hey, what it is. But if you're a caregiver, you should willing accept help. Caregivers, if you don't accept help, here's what happens. First of all, you find yourself in burnout. So what does that mean? Burnout? Uh, you might be hospitalized. Yeah, for burnout. Mm-hmm. Uh, You might start taking medication that might not be prescribed, or it could be prescribed, but it might be too much, and it causes your care to wane. Then what? Well, you don't give the care as well as you could because you're affected now, all because of burnout, which could have been avoided by what? Simply accepting or seeking help. I had a caregiver finally admit to me, I need some. Good job. I'm proud of you. That's an excellent statement. So, however, there are people that won't and don't acknowledge that they need help because of arrogant pride. And there's one more word I want to leave with you. If you're a caregiver, consider this. 
If you keep being stubborn after many warnings, hey, do you need some help? You know what? You should try to take a vacation. How many hours of sleep do you get? Probably want to increase that sleep. You, you're, this is what the Bible says. Let me try this again. Maybe you weren't listening to me. Maybe you'll listen to the Bible. Go with me. It's Proverbs 29, verse 1. If you keep being stubborn after many warnings, you will suddenly discover you have gone too far. Whoa, that's heavy. I didn't say it. I got that one straight from the Bible. Many of the things I say to you right here on Carrying the Burden come straight from the Bible. But if you don't read it, you don't know, right? Hey, that's what I'm here for, to be the liaison for those that don't read the Bible. There are people that go to church every Sunday, have all their life, and all they hear is the Bible at church because they don't read it, they don't pick it up, they don't look at it, they don't listen to it. Except for if they happen to perchance, catch me right here on Carrying the Burden and hear me speak. I've been doing caregiving. People say, what do you do? I say, I care. And they go, no, no, what do you do? (laughs) And I laugh just like that. And then I have to explain to them, you ask me, what do I do? I care. That's the verb. Caregiver, that's the person. Did you catch the difference? If you keep being stubborn, whoever you are, you don't have to be an ascribed caregiver to get the warning. What warning? Hey, you need to get some rest. Hey, you need to take a vacation. Hey, maybe take a nap. Those are warnings. If you keep being stubborn after many warnings, you will suddenly discover you have gone too far. I don't know where that's going to take you, but I know I've found myself hospitalized among others. Don't let you continue to listen to Carrying the Burden with me, Lorraine Carroll, every Saturday, 1030 a.m. on KPRZ. Yeah, it's real simple. Just K-Praise. Isn't that cool? Hit podcasts, go to those local shows, look for Carrying the Burden with Lorraine Carroll. If you're listening on podcasts, share it with a friend. You've been listening to what? Carrying the Burden. Right here with me, Lorraine Carroll, KPRZ, 1210 AM.